Welcome to Something New. This is Agent Ryan and your host, Michelle Hayes. As veterans day approaches, we would like to discuss how our respective relationship with the military has impacted our I'll go first. I am a military veteran. I was in the United States Navy. I joined the Navy at 17 and I did a transition mission to join. I joined in 2014 and took up a new camp that year in November. After I completed this camp, I went to a school in Pennsylvania, Florida, where my job was as a helicopter pilot. So basically, we spent about six months learning about the job, not even your particular platform. So I ended up working on helicopters. And I learned more about jets than I did helicopters. But you go to school for that amount of time, and then they send you off to the fleet. And the fleet is basically the big You end up on a ship, or you end up on a short command. So my first duty station was in the city of Rio, and I was stationed as a helicopter squadron. And I was there for two years, and then I went to Japan, where I was at Suzu. And then I took another two years there with a hard time to And after that, I transferred to back to San Diego. And I was hard to get into again And then I transferred to another squadron in San Diego where I did more of a desk job that helped the Marines have with helicopters and different things like that. From there, I separated from the military in 2021. And I've been going to school ever since. In my last couple of years in the Navy, I did start going to school, and growing substitutes is very difficult. Very, very difficult. Obviously, there is no 9 to 5 in the Navy, you work 12 hours, and sometimes it's 12 hours. If you're on the ship, you work 12 to 14 hours. If you're on land, you typically work a regular 8 hour shift, but it could be any amount of time, honestly. So from even that point, it was pretty difficult trying to go to school and doing everything at the same time. I was doing mostly online school, so that did help. I didn't have any classes in person until my second year here at the So I have a different type of experience. So I am a military spouse. And with that, it meant that I juggled the household and the kids while my husband was quite often deployed. And as Angie said, work 12 to 14 hours some days, some days it's overnight, sometimes it's six months at a time. Uh, we did have a deployment one time that was about nine months, right after 9-11. So juggling those kinds of things didn't allow for me to do my schooling until later. So right before my husband retired, I did start working towards my education goals and I did all online courses while he was in and out and juggling kids and house and a full-time job on top of that. I worked for a nonprofit that served military families, so I was kept in that same lane. And in addition to that, I volunteered as an ombudsman for several of the camps. So it was greatly impacted with my family life, my volunteer life, my work life, my school life. And it did create some challenges in juggling, but it did teach me a lot in how to juggle all those things. Within the last couple of years, I've changed jobs. I now work for the American Red Cross Service to Armed Forces, which traded me for the daytime job 
to a active deployment myself. So I returned about a year ago from a five to six month deployment to a NATO base in Romania. While I was there, I attempted to take classes and because of some of the challenges that comes with time change, working with administration, I wasn't able to. So I did take a little bit of break and as soon as I got back, I was able to rectify what was the issues and got that started to complete. I'm very close, allegedly. I will be done this uh, spring semester with my education to hopefully transfer to SDSU to move on to the next phase of my education. So being a military spouse and attempting the waters at education has been more of a challenge than anything else. I know that there's a lot of things that go into that that realm of things with having to juggle all of it. But as far as the ability to go to school as a military staff, there's no reason why it's It's just a matter of how to figure it out. Right. Yeah. Certainly, we think about you were saying that it is difficult, but I wanted to mention that maybe as a bit of advice for anybody who is a veteran who just got out and is going to school, that the transition is actually very difficult. And it's very difficult for you being in such a structured environment and then being out and not having anybody tell me where to go, not having anybody tell me what to do, not having anybody tell me what to wear and having to discipline myself in a different way with school. That was very different than showing up to work. And my job, which I still do now, I almost at any side of the health activity, is very important and it's dangerous almost. Like if you make mistakes and you could, you could go for them. That is just a big So I'm used to that, but when I got out and was going to school, now there was a different pressure, I guess. And the success was strictly based on me and how much I had to act in the it was really difficult. And it was hard to adjust in the beginning, especially because we were going to go to the So a lot of doctors, all my contracts were online for the first year. And then having to come on campus, and I was not 18 years old, so I felt weird of how old but I felt old, you know, older than other people, and I feel like I had more life experience than the people in my class, and I was in class with people who just were kind of, you know, chicken. They didn't really know a lot about life, and I just felt like I was overexposed to life at that point. So that position was hard, but I will say that at this point, I've gotten three bachelor's degrees, three associate's degrees. Okay, but I'm like, we're gonna cut that out in the middle. I got three associate degrees, so it is something that you can figure out how to do. It's something that if you really put in the effort, just if you did in the military, you can be successful. Definitely. Once I figured out the best way for me to attack going to school, it worked for me and I've been successful. So I'll piggyback on that, as you mentioned, feeling old. So <laughs> I consistently find myself being the same age as my professors. It's happened multiple times. And it's, it's always very comical to see the reactions of the students when they realize how old I am. And the fact that 
something that's even more interesting. I started college the same year as my oldest child. Mm-hmm. We started Mesa together. We even took a class together. So that has been an interesting added bonus to me and my students. Letting them see me and my kids see me, going to school, juggling all of the things. And like currently with this particular semester, having an in-person class on top of it. It has, has changed the way that I work around what I do. And I'm very fortunate, extremely fortunate, that my leadership allows for me to add this in and claim it's my lunch hour. But they are making sure that my education goals, which will support me being able to do my job more efficiently and better and, and have room for growth, those are, those are key things that I've been allowed to do and I'm very fortunate. And so coming back to school, or actually just kidding, coming to school, I never went to college, never. So coming to school at 40 plus, <laughs> and I'm okay saying that. Uh, yeah, so 40 plus and walking around with you know the, the junior kiddos, but being able to participate in that, and then also I feel as, as though each time I'm in a class that I'm in a cohort or I'm in a group project, because I have that experience, I've been able to really impact the success. Exactly, exactly, because I have different knowledge. But I also say, too, how exciting it is that each time I'm in one of those cohorts, they're teaching me something, too. Like, every time there's some new platform that we have to learn, and use and some other product and it, it has really given me something additional to my education being at the junior college level and being able to ease into it instead of just going straight to the four-year institution and I appreciate how it's shaping my education. There are things about it that have been very beneficial there's been things that have been hard to do, and, and there's been a lot of struggle, and there's been a lot of times when it's all in the And I mean, I started in 2019. <laughs> Welcome to 2023. <laughs> and it gets to be taking me a lot longer because I'm taking in bits and pieces, but it hasn't stopped me from wanting to achieve. Right. And so as we come back and circle around to, you know, being militarily you know, veteran. I'm a military spouse, and that points on to a piece, too, I want to touch on because it's getting close to Veterans Day. Remember, when you see a veteran out in the community, say thank you to them for all that they do and that they support in the community and you live and breathe and eat under their freedom. But also remember, too, when you're saying thank you to your veterans, say thank you to the veterans for your service and to the veterans' families. You can say thank you to your, thank you for your support, but they didn't serve. There are days that are set aside to appreciate those family members. There is April, which is month of military child. Tell them thank you a million one times every day and twice on Sunday in April. And then there is also military self appreciation day, which is in May. It is the Friday before Mother's Day. So if you're not sure and you want to write that down or you want to Google it. And the same thing for any of the family members who serve as volunteers for the community. There is Ombudsman Appreciation Day. There is you know, Family Writing Appreciation Month. There's 
shares military volunteer appreciation. And there's a million thank yous for your for your support in the community. But remember, Veterans Day is for thanking the Veteran Day. Memorial Day is not a day to celebrate. It is a day of remembrance and to think. And so when you are coming along these holidays or coming along these commemorative dates, Remember to thank your veterans for their service and all of the things that they have done to support your freedom. And then, yes, absolutely thank the family members. I mean, we love having the appreciation for the support. We are supportive. That's, that's the biggest takeaway I can put. And I know you as a veteran have feelings on that too, so let me dig yeah, into that. I think it is important to do more the difference in the holidays. I can't lie when I was Thank you guys for listening. Happy Valentine's Day to all of us.